this is uh, Mary Bakari of Cinema 7. And uh, this is a little just public statement about the episode. Um, towards the end, we do suffer from uh, little technical issues. Uh, one of the mics towards the end had some echo and reverb, so I had to cut it out. Um, you do hear Josh and I pretty well. Um, Chris Hawk, you'll hear in the background um, in the last 13 minutes or so. Um, I raised the volume so you can hear his opinions and his recommends, his grade for uh, Stranger Things. And um, we also recorded this on Wednesday. So that was prior to their uh, knowledge of uh, what's actually happening with uh, the chemical romance situation. My God, as you'll find out how I feel about that. But um, thank you for listening. They're like, too. here's a gold Yeti mic, three thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, what? Three thousand dollars for it. We were like, nope, not buying that. Why do you need something like that? Exactly. I don't know. What did it look but, like? Um, did it look cool though? Yeah, it looked pretty cool. I mean, <laughs> I, I updated this Mac. I, I updated think we should, GarageBand. I think we should all get three of those gold Yeti so, mics. So this better be working. Like that's all I'm saying. Are we recording? Yeah, we I are. knew it. I oh. saw the counter. <laughs> I hey, saw the counter. I was like, hey, Mario's talking very weird hey, right now. Hey, welcome to Cinema 7. This is episode 3, Stranger Things. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. That's That's what we're that, talking. that is exactly That's what we're talking That's the main event. Do, do you want to jump into event. it or go into it later? I think we should do some intros real we fast. We should do an intro. Some crazy things happened today. Let's talk about that Godzilla trailer resurgence. That Can I do the intros? Saw. Yeah, go ahead, Mario. In the blue corner, we have... The guy who likes political dramas, <laughs> Chris Hawk. I, I do love me a political drama. And the man who secretly is on Team Mystic, he likes the movie Deathgasm, which is currently one star on Netflix. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. No! Just Josh. Is it really? Haddix. <laughs> it's one star? Yeah. <laughs> who watched it? Helen Keller? And you, it's good. Maybe it's just bad. And it's you good. have, and you have the man who likes the prequels, Mary Bakari. So that's especially that's episode one. <laughs> episode one's not bad though. I like. It's just horrible. That's my favorite one. Episode one's not bad. So, shush. All right, news, 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 news. Let's get into it. Godzilla resurgence trailer. What are our likes and dislikes about it? Um, we just watched this before. Just watched it. Just watched it before we started recording, and um, I like how there's no dialogue. Can still. we yes. say that Mario? And my brother are some of the biggest Godzilla nerds. Oh, I've yeah, ever for seen sure. I agree with life. the Mario part. Just wait till Tall <laughs> Hawk used to never stop talking about Godzilla. Yeah. It, was, it was bad. Well, which one is his favorite? I remember he used to like Biollante. Well, that's because me and my brother watched that. Yeah. So that's a, it's, like a, it's like a memorable for us. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the Matthew Broderick one. The, Matthew, the best hey, one. Hey, Matthew Broderick's not the bad. The best one. Where Godzilla lays one. eggs. <laughs> oh, come on, Leon, the professional driving a taxi, you cannot beat that. Oh, that's true. I need Bruh. to watch that again. I got it on VHS still. Bruh. Godzilla. 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 
Gotcha. Love but it, it was cool. I it was. It. I mean, uh, when they do the puppets, I think it's a definitely a really cool throwback. So you mean the costumes? Yes, yeah, so that's what I meant. I mean, I guess the that tail's can... technically a puppet because it's on a wire. When they do the costume <laughs> for the guys, I, uh, I think it's... I mean, they're still doing it. It looks good. Like, the shots look beautiful. Yes. I kind of want to know how much the guy inside the suit makes. Like, if it's a big He's gotta deal. He's got to make a good amount because it's got to be hot in there. What if it's AC? But all the shots, like the camera shots, very from the cinematic. Trailer, yeah, very like not overdone, looks, really, but like just. Kinda... This looks like the best Toho Godzilla we're probably going to see. I think we it took some uh, took some pointers from the the last Godzilla movie. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like um, just the way it was shot. That, and, those uh, helicopters when they fly by. That was woo! cool. That was really cool. That was awesome. And the first was trailer like, where the army things were spinning and it was under it. Oh, yeah. my God. How many times they shot it in this trailer, though? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like the best part about Godzilla is that nothing can stop him. He's just a Can I just say, I, people online are thinking it's the Godzilla from the first movie. It's not. I, like, what do well, you mean we don't first, know. What the first movie? The very first movie. When it got the hydrogen bomb underneath the uh, ocean, they mm-hmm. think it could be like a zombified version of that. Because it is red. It, it is, but it also, in my opinion, might be the okay. Godzilla from versus Desestroya, because at the end of Desestroya, he starts melting from the inside like a, like a nuclear core or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you never know. That's why he's red. Like I said, Godzilla nerd. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a giant kaiju monster. <laughs> Favorite part of the trailer, hands down, the, the last two seconds, when you see its oh. mouth open, and it, I was like, ah! I freaked out. We want to talk about that new Magnificent Seven trailer. We could. Yeah. I'm not done talking about Godzilla. I can talk about him all day. We know that blue. It's er, it's not blue anymore. His atomic breath looks like it's gonna be purple. It's but it looks beautiful. I mean, it's kind of weird, but it looks beautiful. We never see the beam though. They're not gonna. They're not gonna show us the beam. They better not. But Josh is right. The 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 classical music. The classical no dialogue. Yeah, with no dialogue over the trailer is awesome. I'm pretty hyped. This better come out somewhere in the U.S. Well, it's, gonna, it's gonna be released US. on DVD, <laughs> right? That's well, because we looked into DVD. it earlier when the first trailer came out. Me and Mario did, and it was like released in Japan only, and then DVD and Blu-ray only in the U.S. And I was like, that's BS. I want to watch this. I really want to watch this in theaters. I feel like it's a good theater experience. Like even at the Nero, I'll watch it at the Nero if I have to. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I love Nero for some films. <laughs> Most kaiju films you have to watch in theaters. Oh yeah, for sure. Get that sound. Yeah, exactly. And the scale. I think it would have been great to see seen uh, Pacific Rim or the new Godzilla movie in IMAX. Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Speaking of seeing something cool in theaters, I bought a ticket to see the original Planet of the Apes in, the- in theaters. Thank you, AMC. Thank you, Fathom Events. When did you buy your ticket? I bought it like to- yesterday. For when? For next week. So Wednesday. Wednesday. So Two o'clock. Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. Two o'clock. So for all you fans when? out there, two o'clock fan meetup the, during the day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, meet me there, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long movie. I'll, I'll meet you halfway. Yeah, it's, two <laughs> it's two hours. You'll be you'll be next to the AMC gym that he owns or he I used just, to own. <laughs> I just want to see it in theaters. I think that'd be pretty neat. Hey, who are you going with? So far, just me. I'm off Wednesday, so I'm just gonna go ahead and pop up. I'm not gonna buy tickets now because it's not gonna be sold out. Watch it be sold out. I'm gonna be so upset. Watch it be sold out. <laughs> it's Really? You want to talk about Magnificent Seven? I do kind of, kind of want to talk about okay, Magnificent Chris, what's, Seven. Okay, Chris, what do you talk about? What are you talking about? Uh, uh, this is a strange reboot that I don't mind seeing. This would be... I'm not mad about it. I mean, the 
original Magnificent Seven was was good. I don't think it's anything phenomenal. I'm, I'm waiting for Mario to go, let's talk about Chris Pratt. And then it's just going to be a whole no, rant no, about no, Chris Pratt. It's going to be like, I don't want to talk about Chris what, Pratt. What if Chris Pratt is Chris Godzilla? Pratt, Oh my god, what is with you ruining the things I like <laughs> by saying Pratt someone... Inside the Godzilla I'm just kidding, it's James Franco, and all the smoke uh, coming out is just pot. Uh, like, what, you... what if uh, Godzilla is actually not shooting his beam anymore, he just vapes? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's DiCaprio in the suit. It's... Oh my god. Well, I'm saving the environment, making some clouds, bro. Oh my goodness. I'm destroying the nuclear power plants and destroying the environment. <laughs> <laughs> For real though, Magnificent Seven. But what'd you think? What'd you think of the trailer? I thought it was I thought it was a very long trailer. Yes, it was long. So I mean, not a, in the OG movie, not a lot of stuff happens. Yeah, really. This one's more Hollywood eyes. It, it, it's it more. Like, it's pa- movies back then are paced different. They paced. they tell They're, they do slow burns. Yeah, the, slow, burns. <laughs> slow burns. Yeah, like like, they, in, like in Bruges. Yeah, they tell more of a yes. a more lenient story, but they, it's like. You see everything that happens. Yeah. I feel There's like no they cuts. gave away a crap ton of stuff in this trailer. I feel like the last, well, actually, the whole trailer, probably like the last 30 minutes of the movie right there. All the, the big giant battle yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explosion, like, horses. Like, yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be more action y than it should be. Yes. What are you most excited about? What, from that, looking at that trailer, what? Denzel. Looks- Den- I think Danielle's... De- Danielle? Uh, I said Denzel. Danielle oh. Washington? Danielle. <laughs> um, I can't remember the last time Denzel played a Western. So, that should be exciting. Was he in a Western before? I don't think so. Be first. Uh, this will be a first. <laughs> Let's find out. Um, I like how they all have roles. They've given them all kind of roles. Yes. I think that's pretty awesome looking. Our main concern is like, this. One's the tracker. One's the assassin. One's uh, the gambler. Chris Pratt's the gambler. Um, Denzel's the bounty hunter. And uh, did I say assassin already? Would you consider yeah. Book of Eli a Western? One's a warrior. I didn't say that. What? Would you consider Book of Eli a Western? He was wearing a cloak, so I'll count it. Like a nuclear Western? What were you going to say? before? I, I was going to say, like, the, my main concern with movies like this, it's like, a, like Suicide Squad, for example. I feel like they're going to focus on like three characters out of the bunch and not give everyone else a chance. Like they're going to split up and be like, okay, we're going to have Chris Pratt and Denzel because they're the most famous and have them be like the main star of the show, which is totally not fair to everyone else. That's what I'm afraid of. Other than that, they do that fine, then I'm fine with the movie. It's just like how Will Smith and uh, Morgan Robbie are going to get most of the screen time. Oh, for sure. And then Jared Leto comes in and he's going to have like the screen time with them too. And everyone else is going to be like, we split up and Slipknot and then we're going to be gone. Like probably, uh, <laughs> I'm going to be so upset. Like I'm really scared for Suicide Squad. I'll talk about that later though. We, we, kind of, we, we touched on that a little bit last episode. I'm so upset about it. Still upset? I really am. PG-13. I don't think it makes a difference. And I, think I feel like gonna, it, I feel I like it won't. going to be just as gruesome. But if they pull a Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Cut stuff, I'm going to be upset. Speaking of Batman, I think we have some news on that, too, that we should talk about. I crossed it out. <laughs> you did? Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why'd you do that? That's kind of interesting, don't you think? Yeah, I guess. That the, that the new Batman movie? <laughs> So you went to the bathroom. He was like, "Oh, you're you're shh." Why did you do that? Because I'm the host. Oh, oh look at me. Host look at me. with the most. Look at me. I'm the host now. <laughs> I'm the host. Wait till Josh. But no, but for real. Um, that was legitness. That was legitness. Uh, there's actually some interesting news that Mario texted the group text today. Um, the new the Batman the Ben Affleck Batman 
might directed movie is rumored is rumored to be have a big set in uh, Arkham Asylum. I think that could be kind of cool, depending on how big the Arkham Asylum is. Well, they did. Uh, they did say. Can you imagine like Dread, but in Arkham Asylum, <sighs> and it's not Dread; it's Batman. That would be so amazing, right? That, that's, I mean, that's what I'm picturing. What I'm thinking is, I think uh, what it was a rumor earlier in the year that said there was going to be a ton of villains in this movie. So that really. You know, that kind of... Maybe some from Suicide Squad. That's what I'm thinking, too, right now, too. Suicide Squad's going to lead into it, probably. That, um... Oh, my God, it'd be amazing. Kind of adds more flavor Gosh. to the pot. If, uh... I mean, they said there's going to be a ton of villains. Like, they said there's going to be a ton of villains in the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, kind of helps, uh... What do you think, Josh? What do you think, Josh? I won't say anything until I see a teaser. Oh at least. my goodness, Josh! Because you oh don't know. Because right God, now, Josh. oh, they're gonna have so many villains, but are they ones that we've already seen? Because what if Suicide Squad pulls like what I just said, where like half the characters go away, but then you see them in the uh, the Batman Asylum one, then you're like, oh, so they saved them for that movie. I mean, that'd be kind of cool, though, don't yeah, you think? They cool, introduce yeah. them in this, and then they like they when they get captured, they go there. Or... It keeps them. It keeps them around. That's what I want. I Which want, yes, I agree with that. I want to keep them around. I want them just like, oh, we killed them. Yeah, I don't want fanfare. them to kill them no, all. I don't want just fanfare. I want like an actual. Like, what if it went after the game, like the first Arkham Asylum, Batman Arkham Asylum game? It might be That'd the be first kinda... good video game movie in a long time. Well, bro, don't you dare say Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I like Super Mario Tomb Brothers, Raider and face. it's not because my name's Mario. The movie's pretty bad. No, I like it. Dustin Hopper as Bowser. Look. Really? It, it now. takes Super Mario. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me Come out. It on. takes Super Mario and it makes it into realistic. It turns it into the real world. That's what you want out of a movie. You want to believe it. You no. want to make it believable. A video game's not believable though. Super Mario Bros. isn't believable at all. Can you picture Super Mario as a movie? Okay, when you go Yahoo! Mamma Mia! The whole time. You know what would be great? That would be great. That would be great if we had a You have to do something with it. You have to make it real. You should have never made a movie with Super Mario Bros. Because you just. There's no no material there. All he does is save the princess, and that's it. Bowser's the most interesting character in the Super Mario World universe. Make a Bowser movie. Yeah, make a Bowser movie. From from the point of view of Bowser. Bowser versus Godzilla. I don't watch that. And Super Mario. Stop. (laughs) <laughs> Super Mario is like the de- is he's like an unstoppable force because he is he always saves the princess. It's the same thing I said about X Men. Like you, the reason people hate the first X the first couple X Men. No it, one hates the first. Who oh, the heck hates the first? Some people loves, dislike everyone it. Everyone loves the first two. They yeah, made it. They one. made it. They made it into the real life. Oh, Choco Chip Twenty One's online. No, Joe Hill's it online. It seems like every week we're getting uh, Xbox Just, notifications. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, but for real though, if it follows the same plot or somewhat similar, Arkham Asylum, the Batman video game, it would be super dope. I have tr- I have faith in Ben Affleck. He's uh, he's directing, right? Yeah. So I have I have he's he's a smart dude. When he's it comes made to some that. good movies. Yeah. Very good movies. The Town. Uh, Goodwill Hunting was good one. Goodwill Hunting. Well, he wrote that too, so. Oh, that's right. Him and Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> I just, I just, Classic. I think he's gonna knock it out of the park. He does really good. I mean, some of the best parts of the town are the uh, the heists and the uh, just overall acting. So, Ben, Aff- I have full faith that Ben Affleck can direct himself. I agree. I agree. It has potential. 
long as it's not Jersey with, Girl. <laughs> hey, hey bro. my grandmother loves Jersey Girl. That's horrible. What? I don't like anyway, Jersey Girl. Why? I just don't. I, it's I mean, not that bad. It's I a family seen, movie. I haven't seen it in forever. I feel like if I watch it again, I might like it, but I haven't seen it. But when I did watch it when I was like 13 or 14, mm-hmm. probably. Even, even Ben Affleck thinks Jersey Girl is bad. Boom. Well, he's just saying that because he wants to <laughs> keep his uh, fan base. Public fan base. Yeah, whatever. Fan base. The Ben Affleck's. Yeah. The Ben the Ben Flex. The Affleck. The Ben the Ben the, the Ben Aff fans. The <laughs> <laughs> What just happened? What just happened? Okay, so something happened on the world today. What happened? Something happened. Forgot to blush. So, uh, my, Co- my Chemical Romance released a video. Oh my video. god. No, Mario, <laughs> shut up. Oh shut up. No, this is important. This is super important, Mario. I'll let, I'll let me, you guys talk me about Me and Chris this. have been waiting for this. Well, waiting. I'm going to sit in the background and just listen and say, oh my god. <laughs> in awe or shock? <laughs> and please, why? Stop talking about this. This, this is like, our, yeah, talk about this it. is like my teenage years. You like, guys talk about even preteen, like this is from like my late elementary school to to high school right here. Late elementary school? Yeah. You mean middle to high school? This is 2006 of high school for me when uh, the Black Parade came out. That's the whole thing that uh, my come room is. It's a uh, MC MCR MCRX, which uh, I can only mean that uh, my come room is ten, which is like a ten year reunion of something, and it's got to be the Black Parade, which is easily. I think and believe is their best city. Are they getting the original drummer back? See, I don't, I, that's what I'm curious about because they fired the the newest one from the Killjoy album. I don't know. All, all oh my I, god! All I care about <laughs> is that they're getting back. If it seems like they're getting back to a couple things can happen. They're either re-releasing the CD, which would be lame. It'd be stupid. They're getting their band back together and they're touring. Only, which would be great. And they're only doing the full CD of the Black Parade, which would be amazing. They yeah. might do what uh, that band Under Oath just did. I saw them in concert uh, this year, where they made a reunion, tour, and then make a new album after that. See, that's, and that's the third thing. Reunion tour, new album. Yes. And at the tour, they may like, play a new Cause, single. Because Gerald Boy has said on Twitter, shush your mouth, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And they do the Pacific Rim 2 soundtrack. They were on Watchmen also. That's that's Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy is going to do the Pacific Rim oh, soundtrack. Because right. yeah, they're bro. doing like all the soundtracks. Fall Out Boy does all the soundtracks. Um, and it's Reunion Tour plus new album. Because uh, Gerald Way has even said that he's been writing new music for the fall. Yeah, his solo stuff was, I mean, it was good, but it wasn't, wasn't, I wasn't feeling it with the solo stuff. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Because when bands break up and they get back together, it's exciting. Oh okay. my god. Mario. <laughs> What, okay. well, what's, are you still? What's your opinion about Chemical Romance? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't the my part. Chemical <laughs> Romance. Because they're not my chemicals. You can't do your chemicals. <laughs> they're your chemical <laughs> romance. <laughs> That's horrible. Well, no, I, I like uh, the Killjoy album, but my favorite album is uh, Three Cheers, then Black Parade. Honestly, I like Three Cheers a lot. Lame. Three Cheers was good. <laughs> Three Cheers is okay. Black, Black Parade, Parade had a lot of hits on it, though. Black a lot Parade of has ones. all the hits. It had teenagers. I mean, Black Parade is, and like, it's just a good song. Whenever I hear it, I gotta listen to it. It's a great ballad. It's just, it hits all the right points musically to me in my head. Like, it's, it's just so pleasing to hear it. I just, 
I just want to see him in concert. I want to see this whole entire CD played because it's, I mean, it's gonna be good. Are they getting a new CD? I don't know. We don't know. We're making one, or get, they're getting just, one. We're just, <laughs> we just, I mean, we just, we don't know any information right now. But yeah, it's like a, a like all a, they did was it's like a, a waiting look, game right now, like a ten second clip of like a flag <laughs> waving, and it was like MCRX, and everyone's like, MCR- what's going on? MCRX. Yeah, that's cool. I'm uh, pretty freaking out about that, so you can hear it in my voice. Mario, what's your opinion of My Chemical Romance, your favorite band in the world? <laughs> Mario, I, I don't Mario? even know if I know a chemical romance, your chemical romance song. Oh my goodness. I guarantee you, you probably do, but you I don't probably know do, it. I just don't know. Like, I Watchmen, just... they were in Watchmen, Desolation Row, that was them. Uh, I don't know what that yes. is, what's that? It's a song. What part of the movie? It's a good part. The way the ending, we're like the, the end of the movie. Where he, he delivers the journal to the post guy. Oh, and it's like, okay, okay. the date is this. And, he goes, dun, dun, and the guitar comes in. And that's uh, Michael Cormans. It's not a bad song. Okay. I got it on Pick Disc on vinyl. It's really good. Are you playing it? That's yeah, MCR right there. <laughs> that's it? They went jazz. Yeah. <laughs> Can we play that over the mic? I'm playing it right now. That, you know how loud that's probably going to be in the mic? You dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Anything for the chemicals. Can we, we, no, please. Can we just talk about... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's them? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you don't sound uh, happy. It's a good song. I really I hate that song. What? Yeah. That's like their Kanye West runaway. That's so loud. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry we had to make your ears bleed with chemical romance. <laughs> you can't do your chemicals. <laughs> What's going on today, Mario? Just wait till we get to Stranger Things, all right? Just wait. We should call this podcast Stranger Parades. Stranger Parades. No, it's called Fire please, and Ice please, right now. Please turn that off. Why? Why? Because you don't like it? No. So it's like far away from the mic. He's getting the feels. He doesn't want to cry. <laughs> yeah, bro. He doesn't want to cry. It's the childhood memories of the chemicals. Getting mad for no reason. I remember when you and uh, Joey used to sit there and sing it in the car, and I'm just sitting there like in the back seat. <laughs> I wish smartphones existed then. <laughs> oh my god. It's a good song. Okay, next subject. Next what is, subject. What is, what is, what is I guess we're going to go into Stranger it's Things. It's the main event. Main event. What we're all here for. It's what we're all here for. Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Stranger General. Danger Things. Um, first? Wait, spoilers or no? Um, just go I think we should talk a little about favorite characters, best episode, and then we can go into spoilers. You want to talk about general thoughts first? What we thought? Oh yeah, we can do general thoughts. Let's do general thoughts. How did you come on to the show, Chris Hawk? Well, like three different people texted me that I should watch this show. First off, it was Mario. Mario's like, "Hey guys, you should check out this show." Boom! I get a second text, Sean Barnes. Hey, have you seen Stranger Things yet? No, I haven't, but I've heard a lot of things about it from Mario. And I get a text from someone else. I forget who. And I was like, "Boom! Got to see the show. Got to watch it. Got to see the show." <laughs> so I watched five episodes in one day. I was hooked. I think the greatest thing about this uh, show, General Thoughts, is that it feels like, to me, it feels like a book. And every, and every uh, chapter is an actual chapter in a book. Yep. So, there, so as a mystery, as the mystery unfolds, the best part about this show is that I want to know what's going to happen next. So I automatically have to watch the next episode. You're, I have to read invested. on. I'm invested. I ha- I am so drawn to the unknown and what's happening in this, uh, the background, the, um, the plot, everything. I just got to know. And uh, so, general thought, 
Very addicting show. My, my main question before I tell you how I heard about it, Mario, how did you hear about it? Um, I was see, I was on Netflix every night, you know, watching the huge Next Generation, and it, you oh, know, I thought kept, it was Orange Is the New Black. No, I I didn't finish that. <laughs> no. yet. I didn't finish that. Now I didn't finish that yet. But um, <laughs> they kept showing up from the trailer, and I was like, "What is this? Some dumb Netflix show? I'm not gonna watch this trailer." Damn. And then it said recently added, and I was like, ah, you know what? I'll give it a shot. It looks kind of interesting because I read, you know, the description. And then, the binge. from the very beginning, <laughs> I was hooked. The first five minutes with the D and D scene. Well, I mean, that's that's spoilers. I don't want to go in there, but we have Well, yeah, not really. really. Yeah, not yeah, really. Not really. But I was, I was just hooked from then on, and it reminded me so much of Super Eight. And, um... You know, I still haven't seen Super 8. What? <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. We need to get you a stress ball to fiddle with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, freaking, I'm freaking out right now. Yeah, you need a stress ball or something. I heard it through Mario. What about Mario. that pad? You should grab onto that pad. <laughs> <laughs> Mess with your glove up there. Oh, I can... Get I can the play, cheese block. I can play with the Rubik's Cube. There you go. That's very 80s. Well, what's your general thoughts, Josh? Well, I heard it from you at work, and I was like, okay, and then... I didn't take it as serious. I should have, because now I regret it. Because in that same day, we walk into this room. Yeah. Chris Hawks on the last five minutes of uh, episode five. I was like, "What in the world is this? I have to watch it. Go home and watch it." Stay up till seven in the morning. Had to work in two hours. I see you at work, and you're like, "Oh, you look tired." I'm like, "I just binge watched all of it. We gotta talk about it on the podcast. This is amazing." So then I resaw it last night with my mom, who hates scary stuff, but she loved the show, and I'm glad she liked it. So I've seen it twice now. I want to watch it again already. It's really good. I want to spoil the crap out of it right now. I really do, but we gotta <laughs> wait. We gotta wait. It's gonna happen soon. But oh, the soundtrack and everything just beautiful. They don't overdo anything at all. Yes, if Mario do. says he's obviously a chemical fan, <laughs> he's, he's... <laughs> what? <laughs> make what? Any sense. So Chris Hawk, favorite Mario. What's your general thoughts? Um, I, like I said, I I. I was hooked as soon as I started watching it. Like, um, so, you know, some of the some of the um, the elements in the show remind me of, you know, Super Eight, um, Silent Hill. Uh, the tone kind of reminded me of. Um, I, I mean, I said some of this stuff last last week on the podcast mm-hmm. about it, and um, I mean, it was my week, weekly recommend for crying out loud. It was. That's I think right. It's gonna be my weekly recommend again. I just really spoiler alert for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> I I, <laughs> I really I don't know, I just I really liked it, I really enjoyed it, I was emotionally invested. Like I like it, like you said, you, you you just get into the 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 whole dang thing and you just gonna keep watching. Yeah, you just Oh and, yeah. I and, couldn't stop. And binging. Like binging. I said last week, same quote. Watching and binging. <laughs> so Yeah. So um we're gonna have to get into spoil territory. That's, yeah, we're that's, gonna have to go. We're, we're, we're gonna, gonna so if you haven't seen any of the episodes right now, you need to stop listening to this podcast and just go watch it. And just it. go watch it. Eight yeah. hours long. That's not that long. We don't mind, we don't mind that you stop because you'll come right back to it. Um, we're going to talk about some spoilery, very, very spoilery things right now. So let's get down to it. Who's your guys' favorite character? Mario, go ahead. Mario, go ahead. Favorite character? Favorite character. Um... <laughs> it better not be him. It's... Probably, probably, um, Will. 
Will. I just say the missing kid, Will. Will? He's my favorite character. Even though he's only in, like, two episodes? Yeah, but, like, you just, you can tell he's so smart, right? Like They're all smart, that's but what's, yeah. That's what's awesome, is that's why he's he survives. Yeah. It's because s- he's so smart. They say, um, there's, like, little clues they say that, um, the reason why Barb died, spoiler alert, if you, yeah. Oh, yeah, we've seen it. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. The reason why Barb died and why re- Will... They say that Will's really good at hiding. A lot. Yeah. So that could mm-hmm. contribute. And well, also the dude... It seems like Will was kind of more mentally prepared for this than Barb was. Even though Barb kind of got the crappy deal. She got stuck in a pool. That is so unfair. Yeah, Scenario. I was kind of upset with that. Uh, and Will, apparently... I mean, a man of action. Went straight into the shed to get a gun. Yeah. Like... Come on. You know, back some earlier before we started the podcast, Mario said, what if um, Will killed one? Now thinking about it, in the first episode, the alien was like a foot in front of him. Mm-hmm. What if he did kill it? Well, to, what I saw was um, it plays with you a little bit. Before yes, it that is you true. Because it, t- it takes you out of, this re- of the, out of this realm and takes you to the upside down mm-hmm. to do whatever the it Veil wants. The Veil of Shadows. The Veil of Shadows. The Veil of Shadows. D&D reference. It's ton of ton of them. Even Lord Great of the Rings. Even Lord of the Ring references. Yep. Josh. The Hobbit. No. Josh's favorite character. <laughs> it's not Steven. <laughs> so sorry, sorry, Chris. Um, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Toothless. I'm gonna go with Toothless. I really, cause he reminds me Dustin. of Dustin. Yeah, he reminds me of Chunk from Goonies, and I love Chunk. I think that was intentional. Yeah, it definitely was. And I loved it. He had great jokes. He was more for me the comic relief in it. But also, it was like very like in the moment too. Yeah. Like it wasn't overly done. It was like timed well and everything. By the way, whoever these actors are, like from the kids to the adults. Yeah. What you great. guys? Th- what you guys think of the kid cast here? Great. Or just the actors in general on this was, show. I didn't have a problem with any of them. It was very well acted. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They, and for kids, they were they were great at at this movie. Like usually, you know, there's always uh, iffiness with kid actors. Like well, usually when people write for kids, they usually try to make them act like adults. Yeah, or they, they s- like or they kids. make them too yeah. simplized. They make too them simple. They make them either too dumb or too smart. Yeah, and this is just like the right amount. Oh it's, yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Favorite character, Chris Hawk. Uh, it's a, I got two favorite characters, and um, Stephen and Stephen. Well, I had Benny was gonna be my favorite character until he got freaking shot. I was, oh, yeah. I was, oh. I was real salty about that. I, saw I that was coming. too. Yeah. I, I don't care that you saw that coming. I didn't <laughs> see it coming. It wasn't fair to Benny. It wasn't fair to Benny at <laughs> no. all. What happened was first time I see him, Benny's just like this southern charming guy and i was like oh my god this guy's gonna be so cool he's gonna like take her in and they're gonna be like this buddy system or and then freaking get shot i was so mad that's how that's how you know i was already invested in the show like yeah was it 40 35 minutes into the show i was invested i texted mario i was like i cannot believe they killed my favorite character already yeah but uh (laughs) that's neither here there you can't be but uh my two favorite characters are the Chief Hopper and Nancy. What do you think of the the elements in this show? Just just like the the horror, the the adventure. What do you what do you think of its premise? Like its uh, overall tone. I like how every single um, like there's like there's three different plots going on at the same time. You have the the chief and the mom. Yeah. You have the kids, and then you have the the teenagers, and they're all doing three different things going on throughout. Yeah. So the, so the the mom and dad is a supernatural mystery. The teenagers is like a horror. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
the, the kids is an adventure. It's like a mystery adventure type of thing, and yeah. it's it. They the best part is like in episode seven when they finally join up. It's like yeah, when they one, all come together. Each, yes, us. each one has a missing puzzle piece for each one, and that that was very well done. I like that. The horror. I'm not a big horror person. You know, I'm not. I don't go out of my way to see them, but if it's a good horror movie, I will see one. So, I liked the horror aspects. It gave it gave off a lot of Alien, Sam Raimi, like a lot of Sam Raimi. Like, one of my favorite parts was the woods part, and I was like, oh, boom, Sam Raimi's all up in this. I mean, they even mm. had an Evil Dead poster. That's true. That is true. He did. What th- did you think, Josh, of everything that Hawk just said? Yeah, I concur. Yeah. Like, I really, like, this show is really good. I want to, I'm watching it again. I'm going to watch you it three times. You already watched it twice. Yeah, you oh, already yeah. watched it twice. It's going to be three now. You, Josh, I got to watch, it, I gotta watch it eight times. You got to stop. You're making me jealous. <laughs> it's, it's just like second time you watch it, especially the last four episodes, you notice new things that correlate, that foreshadow uh, a lot. You had no clue existed. Like what? Um, oh, gosh. I watched it last night with my mom, and it was like three in the morning when we stopped. Uh, I know for a fact, well, here's also a fun fact. You know, when we told Mario, me and Luke told you at work, there was an egg in the other realm. Yeah, I, I totally missed the egg in the, in the last episode. In the last episode, apparently I missed the egg that's in the Upside Down. Yes. Now, that, that can mean many things. Yeah, A, what hatched it, B, what came out. Did those monsters come out of it, or the monsters hatched the egg? Hmm. And my thing is, too, maybe the eels in the mouths came out of those eggs, like in hatches. I don't know. They need to explain more, but I'm glad. Like, I can tell, like, the first season, their main goal was to, like, kind of not really resolve the whole missing kid story, yeah. but still leave other ends for new seasons they can do. Which is perfect. I would have liked them to do an anthology, but at the same time, I love the environment, yeah. the actors, and I want to I want to, I want them to continue on and grow from there. But at the same time, I want a new story, so I can't have both. It's gonna be, it's gonna be hard to see what, uh, like, even thinking about it, you're like, what, what can they do? They can do anything. I, I know, but that, that's that, that's like the other part is like, a, you're like, what the heck are they gonna do now? Like, it seems so complete. That's what's cool about it is season one like completes itself. Yeah, but then it leaves it open. It's got a good ending. It, but then it leaves it open as well to like a lot of interpretation. A lot of interpretation yeah. of what where they can go. But like I think my favorite part about this is is the kids. Like I love seeing the kids uh trying to figure stuff out. That was great. Like I wanted more of that. Yes. And like it's gonna be hard to see what they can do with the kids from now on like that's what that's what worries me that's what i'm trying to say they don't close the door to their curiosity (laughs) (laughs) it's a great i love the episode too that's a great what's your favorite what's your favorite episode i think i think um i think my favorite episode might be the first one because it's just it's a great introduction it sets you up very well yeah i think if if you were ever on the fence about the show, you just watch episode one. And it's a good, it's a good... Um, Where else would you start? <laughs> some people watch their shows backward, I don't know. That's a strange thing to do. Hi, <laughs> 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 <Bye>, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Deuces! Oh, my goodness. No, but I'm just saying, like, give this show a chance. Oh, yeah. At least get two episodes in. At I, least. I would say episode one is my... is up there. I'd have to watch it again to find out pinpointed like an episode because it's because I watched it in two days so it kind of bleeds together. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to rewatch it as well, just to 
you know, yeah, refresher and see what I missed. Like you said, because you said there's things you don't know. Oh yeah, a lot of foreshadowing involved. What but, was your, what was your guys? Especially the scene, especially when the dad, uh, Will's dad, when he comes in and he's talking to Jonathan, and he's talking about how he wasn't always he's he could never take care of himself. He wasn't a survivor, but you find out he is surviving on his own in this, in like a freaking devil world or whatever you know this upside down mm-hmm. and he's he has the will to do it and his name's will what was your guys is no, f- no pun intended what was, your guys, <laughs> what was your guys's favorite homage Ooh. like uh what what brought out the major nostalgia factor for you in this in the show mara you first um i'd have to say uh I loved all the Lord of the Rings references. That was great. It was pretty cool. I loved the, um, especially when they were playing D and D. Like that's also what makes the show cool. Is it starts off with them playing D and D. It ends with them basically playing D and D. Yeah, and I lo- I love the. Um, uh, I'd have to say, just any any element that. There's a lot of elements in this that make you like you're like no don't do it don't do it don't do it because you're yeah. so invested yeah 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 but um like when I don't Nan- know man I just loved a lot I loved a lot about five. this show like when Nancy goes into the yeah yes. dude that I was what are you doing I was like Nancy what the freak are you doing you, you had a baseball bat and you left it Nancy <laughs> stop it yeah. um I would oh there's so much I'm trying to think of a better example of one I already said. Because I said the forest one, which I mean, definitely gives off some Evil Dead vibes. Yeah, absolutely. Like the whole dark forest, and um, the slingshot scene at the end uh, was like it almost. Stephen King's it, the way yeah. they were like, "Oh, it's a slingshot! It kills the monster!" <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really cool. What was what was your uh, favorite little homage to like the eighties? Oh gosh! If I grew up in the '80s, I could tell you easily, but I didn't. I didn't grow up in the '80s. Um, well, you're a fan of '80s. Well, oh, I you know am what? for sure. I would say the synth music was just a no. So so great. Look, it, it's good. It's original. Shush your mouth, Mario. But I, it's I my think turn to it's talk. A little too much. It's my turn to talk. <laughs> okay. okay. I won't come back to me on that. On that. You can talk right after I end. Okay. The it's '80s. This shows about yes. everyone's opinions. Okay. So shh. Let me. I'll. But, okay, I'll let you ahead. talk. I'll let you talk no, after ahead. I yeah, talk about okay, how, okay, how great okay. the synth is. In the blue corner. Because <laughs> the synth is really great, and I I didn't think it was overused at all. I sometimes I barely even noticed it, but when I did notice it, it enhanced the part of what I was watching. And that was a great homage to me. For me. What are you gonna say, Mark? For me, <laughs> I I I just thought it was so overused. Like it's, it, look if you watch '80s movies, not every '80s movie has that that ding 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 ding. ding. All of them. What, banjos. All of them. <laughs> what was that? No, All look, of them. Look, I'm not I'm not the uh, toned, okay, but um. Something like yeah, that. like the like that the sound like a dying just, cat though. Yeah, yep, exactly. All those movies don't have. That overused of, of synth or keyboard you know, or whatever. Gonna do, we're gonna do a, a week a weekday or a weekend of only '80s movies, and we're just only gonna listen for the synth. And I'm telling you, it's not as as bad as you or as much as you think. It I don't is. even think this was as bad as you think. It's there's uh, a lot of it. There's in in some parts there's parts where I'm just like, can you just play a normal 
normal like score. Like play safety dance <laughs> in no. the background. I played. I wear my sunglasses at night, so. Oh. I don't know. That's just my opinion on the Sims. I th- I just think it's way over. I'm gonna have to listen to it again to see what's up. I'm torn with that because like in a lot of scenes it worked very well, and some other scenes were in like. They're like, oh, this is what happened. Like, they, for example, like they're talking about a plan. It'll yeah. kick in, and it's like, I get it. It's kind of like a montage, but I don't want to listen to the music right now. I just want to hear what they're talking about. Yeah, because it does overlap sometimes. You're just like, okay. I and I think this. there's a lot of scary elements that has a lot of it too, where I'm just like, can you can just play like a, just something different. Like you don't have to just overuse it here in this in this horror scene. I don't know. It just, I I thought it took away kind of of its I, some parts. I feel like um. Like the story arc, the character arc for Nancy, she becomes like increasingly badass, like over the yeah. over the arc. I got like a Ripley vibe from her, kind of. It was very faint. Yeah, because she would be un she'd be uncharacteristically badass for no reason. Like when she's pointing a gun at Steve, and she's like super dead serious. I'm like, where where was this Nancy in episode one? That's crazy. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, I like like she became. It was just crazy her uh her character arc and how she became a, a badass so uh what was your favorite part favorite episode for me would have to be episode three uh reason why it's just that one scene it's out of my head where uh she puts the outfit on the wall you know yeah and then she's like how do i get to you what do i do next and it's like are you in she goes run and then you see the wall behind her like ah! i freaked out that so much nuts. i was like run that's why it's in my head, because like that moment, I was like, what you told me before I watched the show, you're going to be screaming at the TV a lot, telling them, like, don't do this. And I was like, run, run. I was getting so mad. I was like, just get out of the house, you idiot. I was so upset with that. But it was like, oh, it's just so many, like, because like, the, the show earns its scares. It's not overdone at all. Yeah. Like, there's actually good scenes where you're like, oh, that actually got me. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like cliche, like, look in the mirror, it's behind you. It was actually decent scares. Granted, some of them were kind of played out, but they worked well, though. Yeah. I really like the the stuff in episode one where you first see the monster. Like first, I didn't. First of all, I didn't think you were gonna see something that like that soon. That yeah, soon. I, oh yeah, like I, first I five think, minutes. I didn't feel like I didn't. See, I didn't. Uh, I agree. Yeah, you didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it coming. But um, but uh, like the part, like when you first when he's wired in his bike and then it pans to the to the figure yeah. in the street. I thought that was awesome. That was like I cool. I love the little. Like you don't see it, you just see the figure. I mm-hmm. like that stuff. And then, shadows do wonders. Yes, yeah. and then mm-hmm. you see it when he looks out the window too. Yeah, when he sees it through his sheets in the backyard, or the yeah backyard. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's pretty cool there too. With the fog surrounding it, yeah. that was a great scene. That was awesome. Uh, I think it's episode five where um, Hopper infiltrates the uh, the facility, the laboratory. Yeah, it's the same episode with the woods. I think right. I, I think believe it's, so. It's five. It's five. It's five. I forget what the the laboratory is called. Hawkins. Hawkins National yep. Laboratory. Uh, that was one of my... I got, I got a real big, like, James Bond vibe. Yes! Um, from Hop. And I... It made, me, was, it made me think that he is a little bit more than a big city cop. Like, he's... He was something else. Ex-Fed or something yeah. like that. Cause the, he was smart. He, he Not only did he take out two professional guys... He was awesome. ...at the junkyard. Yeah. Like, three guys. Boom, boom, boom. Like, no joke. He also... The way he, like, um, handled evidence... Like as a regular cop, you usually you don't go on fringe evidence. But yeah. He went through all evidence. Mm-hmm. So, but when he was going through that facility, yeah, that was just something else. I thought it was really uh, tense. 
even like in the last episode when he's negotiating, I thought that was pretty cool. I thought they were going to OD him. Remember, they're like just a backup. I was, I was, I was so like, are they going to kill him? I'm about to quit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not finish the episode. I like this dude. I'm out. I, I, think, so I think it would have been really ballsy I'm, I'm to glad, kill him. I'm glad most of the main characters, are, basically all the main characters kind of um, survived, survived yeah. and lived. Did and Will I really, really like that. Did Will really survive though? Did I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. I guess we find out. But I feel like there's a lot of secrets that we should find out in season two about yes. yeah. what uh, what really happened with the deal between Hopper and uh, Hawkins. What do you think one. of the portal that was in the facility? Because it kind of looked like a beating heart. It did. And like, like the muscles and stuff. It has to be growing, too. Because remember the first episode of the hallway? Yeah. Was, it was clean. No yeah. air at all. And then all of a sudden, the episode later in that, dirty. It's like there's veins. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Room. When it was snowing, when they showed the snow, I was like, that's not snow. That's that dust. It's fun. That, it's like, yeah, it's same. Like, I, I thought it was algae the, spores. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought it's terrible. It, it, yeah, it, I I thought that snow was like just the dust from the from the other world merging with them. Mm-hmm. But that's another thing that it they didn't really show you or tie up was what happened with that facility or that portal. That is true. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to know about that because when they're leaving the building that episode, I thought they're gonna blow it up while they're in there. I was like, yeah. oh, the setup, and like, oh, they didn't. So what's going on? Yeah, they don't. And it's like. It's, a, it's such a good show. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, the show is so good. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to watch it again. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm watching it one more time. Probably. Chill out, Josh. I'm, I'm going to give it at least 24 hours again, then I'll watch it. Oh my it's goodness. Okay. I'm just hoping people skip past the chemical romance part and get right to our review of I think if you're a fan of my chemical romance and you didn't know about that news today, you'll be surprised. Maybe they should just make a, sli- a sniff. Sniff. Today, Junior. My Chemical Romance is a synth album. Yes, just for this for the season two. I bet you got you guys would. I would geek the heck out. You'd no idea. I would geek the heck out. I in quotations. I would yes. Quotes. Geek the heck out. Josh Haddix. Quote the Josh Nevermore. That's a good show. What do you think of the directors and uh, the guys who wrote it? The Duffer Brothers. I the Duffer Brothers. Oh, what did I say? Duffer. What did you say? You said yeah, Duff, Duffers. I, you yeah. know what? The Duffer Brothers. I don't know how it's pronounced, but it's good. I but I Duffer. hope they get more work. I hope it's like I, a, I think they're going to get a lot of work from this. Like they 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 wrote it apparently. They wrote it direct. They wrote direct. Yeah, and I think they will Netflix produce. I think it's very man between Swiss Army Man and this. I've seen so much original stuff this year so far. Well, I, love I wouldn't. It. I w- okay. Stranger Things is definitely like twenty different. Like homages. Yes, it is. So, it has those elements, but it's, but it's still. Call it, I don't want to say it's original. I think so. Ah, uh, I think it's original. It's been done before. You think so? But it it's done. This is done in such a way that it hits every single beat correctly that you don't notice that it's not original because this story has been done before. Hmm. Like in comic books, movies. I mean, probably, but it it does it its way. So therefore, it's original on its own. <laughs> I'll allow it, but um, but um, we talk about Winona Wider and how she's like, she's the best. She's the best. Humma humma. Did you like her in this? <laughs> of course, yeah. I was wondering where she's been for like a couple years. Yeah. Ever since Mr. Deeds, where'd you go? My gosh, she was in Mr. Deeds. Yeah, she was in uh, Edward Ford. Scissorhands. Also, yeah, that she was, a was young. Long time ago. Oh yeah, gosh. that's when she was. You know, 
in her prime. And after that, you're just like Mr. D. Alien then... 4 Resurrection. She was in Alien 4? That's right. She was a cyborg. Oh, or an android. Spo- spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it by now, what's your man. problem? You know Josh Whedon helped uh, write that movie? Yeah. You know he wanted the ending where they land on Earth at the end? Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Neither do I. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Because I know we're talking about Stranger Things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I just had that. Such I a good really show. Good. I was just that segue. I'm trying to tear too... down your Josh Whedon fandom. <laughs> You're not going to. I know, I know. It's worth a try. I'm sure I'm going to get hated on for that. But I don't even... Josh Whedon's okay. He just needed a break. That's true. He needed a break. Too much work. Too much work. Crammed his brain. Crammed his brain. And I'm also glad that in the show, they didn't overuse like famous actors from that era. Exactly. But they could have been like, oh, we're going to have so-and-so, and so all these big oh, names. And they didn't Charlie really have big Sheen. Names. Yeah. Freaking Michael J. Fox. Sheen. I did Charlie Sheen being the monster the whole time. Yeah, that would have been a great one. What do you think of the monster? Very inspired mm. by the thing, almost. It was like a. Well, it didn't take form. It's like a flower with teeth. It was like something Guillermo del Toro would uh, yep. create. I agree with that. It's. I mean, I. I feel like he even said something on Twitter about it. Like. Cool he commented on it? Yeah. Stephen King commented on it. Romo uh, Del Toro. I'm just going to call him GDT. Um, <laughs> That's way easier, actually. So what would you... Um, should we grade the show now? No, we're not done yet. We're not done? No. What else do you want to talk well, about? Well, that's strange. Theories. What's going to happen next season? What's going to happen next season? All right. All right. Well, what's your theory? What's your theory, Chris Hawk? I, I want to um, hear yours. I feel like you, you got invested. I like feel I like I, I've been in, I've been, uh, all I've been doing has been on like reading shit today. I think that Eleven's alive, but she is permanent. Whoa, did you just swear on the podcast? What? We're supposed to be clean, buddy. <laughs> what the hell? What the, <laughs> what? what the heck? Uh, Quote to Josh Nevermore. What the heck? Quote uh, to Josh. Um, I, feel, I have a feeling that Eleven's alive. Yeah. But she's stuck in the upside down permanently. And they're probably going to show how he found out that. Or she's stuck in the, the other darkness permanently. Yeah. She's the flea on the road. Because I think she could survive. <gasps> Boom. Boom. The flea on the road. Bye, guys. But she's, she's, <laughs> but she's stuck on the rope. Yeah. Yeah. Like inside the rope. So that darkness is probably the por- the. The space between upside down and our world. Yeah, because I don't think the darkness is an alternate reality. It's just the bridge between the upside down and our reality. So that's why it disappears when she sees things, baby. And um, I feel like we're going to get more in depth with the 1 through 10. The children from uh, the 1 through yeah. 10 children. I have a feeling that we're going to see a lot of Jonathan, Steve, and Nancy teaming up. Yes. Which would be so dope. Then Steven beca- dies. If they beca- <laughs> <laughs> And then Jonathan and Nancy can finally no! yes! get together. No! No! No, I am not clapping. <laughs> Why not? Because Jonathan is a... He's not cool, man. Jo- he doesn't he, have... He, he don't got to be it. cool. Let's get into it right now. Okay. Jonathan or uh, Steve, who deserves to be with Nancy? It's Jonathan. Jonathan. Why? Because he's, he's alphabetical. Because he doesn't... <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to change his ways, or he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. Um, what am I trying to say? Cater to her. Yeah, he doesn't have to cater to. They're her. already a match, kind of. Not yeah, really. Not already. really. He's already. He's a creeper. He 
took pictures of her half naked. Who does that? Maybe she. He's liked a teenager. That. Does she not? Does he, she like that? He's a teenager with spiraling, uh, erupting hormones. So okay? is Steve, <laughs> and Steve is going through some changes too. Yeah, some douchey changes. Uh, he ch- he actually apologizes <laughs> he, for all his. He flip flops back and forth though. Not near the end of not the last uh, three episodes. He doesn't flip flop. He you goes know. from bad to good, bad to good, bad to good. Exactly. Why would you want to be with someone who's indecisive? He's not indecisive. Jonathan knows who he is. He knows what he's about. And he's there for her the whole time. Steve is not there for her the whole time. Steve is actually, he went to go talk to Jonathan to apologize. And he stayed. He went outside to his car, could have left, came back to save Nancy. Boom. You know, you know why he did that? Why? Because he knew he was going to lose to a really good guy if he didn't. No. Jonathan's an okay guy. Look, Steve isn't. Tr- Steve is trying to be cool. Jonathan's not trying to be cool. Jonathan is. Who like, wasn't I'm, trying to be cool? I'm when happy you were with a myself. I'm happy with myself. Jonathan's like, you know what? I'm different. I'm weird. I'm into the clash. I like to take pictures. Okay, I gotta work for a living to survive to help provide for my mom and my brother. And Steve's like, I'm a rich kid who like I don't know who I am and I want to be cool. And I want Nancy this is girl. not weird like Jonathan is weird. They have they don't have that common weird not everything has to be in common i'm just saying well it's like what jonathan said like in episode five when we were in the forest before i got dark time he was like um what was it he's like yeah and i thought you would be like that girl who always rebels against people thinking you're original and you're not and you're gonna marry some douchebag jock who, yeah. there's some, some jock yeah who's gonna end up being like a good sales. salesperson and you're gonna be like that like how her mom and dad are too yeah we're like it'll be fine now but if they get married in the future they're just gonna be like that oh my god she does mirror them kind exactly. of exactly because he, he was the jock and he had a good job, yeah. and she was just basically. A, a but girl I don't. I don't him. think Steve is stupid though, because he notices his mistakes and he owns up to them. That's character growth. He knows what he did was wrong. He knows being mean to Barbara was wrong. He knows abandoning Nancy was. But wrong. But then he doesn't try to help. He helps his, the girl he likes find her friend. True. She's dead. How are you going to help that? Well, he, he doesn't know that. Know that. He doesn't know that. So <laughs> Chris, Chris's face is like, kill all of you. you so anyway, back to the theories. No, bro. Steve. <laughs> Steve, Steve. I mean, it doesn't matter because Steve won. So Team you Jonathan. Got, so guess what? Team Jonathan. So guess Team what? Steve Team wins. Team Steve John. wins. So it doesn't matter. And guess who? Guess who got? Guess who got the camera for Jonathan in the end? Steve bought the camera for Jonathan. Okay, mm. he redeemed himself at the end. He redeemed. Maybe, maybe Steve wants Jonathan. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> It's all an illusion. <laughs> They're in the upside down the whole time. You don't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's it now. I want Steve and Jonathan to get together. No, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Hashtag Steve John. <laughs> Trend John. that Twitter. Let's go. Trend Let's go. That. Steve Trend and John. It. Hashtag Steve and Trend John. That. Oh, my gosh. That would be a heck of a thing right there, wouldn't it? Oh, my gosh. I bet people want it. I want it. There's probably a fan fiction out there. I don't even want to read it, but did, it probably uh, is. Did you get some John Ralphio vibes from... From him, yeah, his hair, yeah, dude, I couldn't stop laughing sometimes when the the later episodes when his hair was. He kind of looked like him. He did. You know, what I don't get when they're when uh, John was beating up uh, Steve in the alley, yeah. and the cops like, "I'll get that kid. Come back here, you can't never get it." It's like it's a small town. You know who that kid is. Don't yeah. be an idiot. Just go to his house. Which, oh yeah, like it's a very small town. Well, they're at the police station, aren't they? No, Steve and them aren't. Steve oh, got no. away, and it's like you know who they are. Just go arrest them. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen with um, Will? I honestly think Will is going to be like a like a new conduit between 
Because he's seeing the world like the upside down without because, having to go through a gap. Yeah, because there's there's like a, a couple parts in the show where the membrane between the reality and the upside down almost break, and that's yep. the part where Winona is like tearing out her wall, and she sees Will through. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. What did um the teacher? The teacher is awesome, by the way. Yes, he was. We didn't even touch. Great side character there. Um, it takes great energy to pass through or to even see that other side. So maybe like a, a, a theme of this show was like love and how love transcends all, just like an interstellar. Oh, Amazing. God. I sick. fell asleep in that movie. I never finished it. My it's opinion, good... I didn't. Chris Rock likes interstellar. I, I don't like interstellar. super enjoyed interstellar. But, to uh, me, it's like 2001 where I, I like, I appreciate it, but I don't like it. It's that for me. Space Odyssey? Yeah. Appreciate it, don't like it. Um, it's just, I, I feel like there's a reason why she was able to see Will. And I think it was because they were both at like an extreme yeah. wanting yes. to I be think, in each other's arms. I think Will's going to be that connection between this and the real world. Like, he's going to have a power now that's, he's going to be able to flicker to the upside down, and he's going to be able to come back. Like, yeah, because like, you see. He's going to be like, a, that's going to be like his power. Oh my god, I have a theory. What's that? What if they all end up getting some sort of power? That's, uh... Like, L can, like, use mind stuff. He can flicker between realms. They become the X-Men, really? This oh is X- my god. X-Men first first class? No. <laughs> the Strange Squad. Oh my god. I don't know. <laughs> what the world? What just happened? The Strange Avengers. <laughs> well, that's not bad. I'd watch that. What, what, do, you th- what do you think? What's, what's some of the theories that you have going on through your head? Or what are you thinking about what they could do or what you want to see happen in season two? For season two, I want to know more about the Upside Down world. That's all I want to know. I don't want a prequel necessarily. Like, I don't want them to be like, this is before season one, like how Fargo did it. Prequel. They shouldn't, but if they do, I'll be really upset. The kids are going to grow. Like, yep, they can't do that. Unless they use new actors. Like, oh, this is, this is uh, the parents' background. What's they got to do dumb. with it? What's they got to do with it? Though? Exactly. Dumb. They can't relate to that. Now, they do, like, a Hawkins prequel, like, what Hawkins is about. I might watch that. It won't be as good as the first season, well, obviously. Well, if you, if you read what, uh, uh, not read, but um, the Chief says the last missing kid was in 1920. So if they do a prequel, I guess they could do something from 1920. Mm. Maybe. I just hope they go forward. Yeah. That's all I'm... Unless they do, like, the MK Ultra stuff. I want to know why... Uh, Who's the officer's name again? Uh, Hopper. Hopper got in a car in the last episode. We went to the hospital. Yeah, what happened to him? That's what go? concerned me. You know, in the interrogation scene, he gives up where Eleven is. Yes. Yeah. However, yeah. everyone in that building went down to the school and died. To be fair, though, he gave Their up Eleven bra- to save Will. Their yes. brains exploded. So he gave is, up Eleven to save Will. No, but the question is this: Just though, saying, who well, killed the car? Though they didn't know if they were going to save Will because they sent them into the. Thing. But he still gave up Eleven's position to save yeah. Will. But who do you get the car stuff. with? That's my question. And first off, at the end of the, at the, end of the uh, episode, you know, Tim going to the woods, putting egos in that box. Mm-hmm. They should explain how, why he's doing it and how he found out if Eleven. If Eleven's alive, how he found yeah. out that. I, he must have been working with the DOE. That's what I'm thinking. There's a hidden story about him that I, I like and don't like. But I hope he's a good guy. He's probably a good guy. Yeah, what if he was planted there, actually? Because somebody, somebody else knew about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope L L comes back with like 
the he she like killed all these monsters there. They had armor. Yeah, it. she's got like armor of their skin and stuff. And she's like comes back and she's just like, I'm ready to kick some booty. No, she, she just looks at him and goes, Yes. That's <laughs> how it ends. Yeah, she just says yes, and then she just runs. And she goes promise, and it ends right there. <laughs> promise. I gotta say, friends, uh, Mike and Elle's like pseudo love story was some of the sweetest thing I've ever seen in a it's, show. It's really cool, super sweet. Oh yeah, I was like, I was almost kind of heartbroken. Well, yeah. I definitely was heartbroken when she. I knew it was coming too. That last episode, promise. I was like, oh gosh, she's promising him. She's about to die. This is not going to be good. As long as they don't fast forward either. I hope they don't fast forward. Like, what if? Like the kids are older. Theory. So when they went in the upside down world in the last episode, and you know, like Will, and there's some bodies with like eels or whatever in their mouth, whatever. Yeah. Okay. And he spits one out. Is that what you're getting at? This is totally like probably not going to be possible. But what <laughs> if the aliens are actually using their skin or whatever in future episodes to be part of us? To get into our dimension and blend in, and then get more prey that way. You mean the Upside Downers? Yes. Which, I mean, it, you need, there's no hint at it at all, but, like, why would they just use them as hatching? Like, first off, since when Eleven opened the portal to it, how did the the monsters, or the Upside Downers, yeah. like, why are they putting eels in their mouths? Uh, I mean, they already have eggs. Why yeah. use us? See, that's what I'm saying. That's how that, ba- the egg could be from Barbara. Exactly. Because they put a... <laughs> <laughs> Or it could, be, it could be from the first scientist guy that got killed. We don't know how many other people got killed. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. True. Do you want to do, you wanna do grades now? Right. All right, so, Mario, you haven't started off by grading before. You go first. I just want to, there's some tidbits. Um, X-Men 134 is actually about Phoenix, yep. the Dark Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And, Which is uh, like L. Yeah, so that was a pretty cool nod. And um, apparently the monster's name is Audrey 3, which is a, like a DJ. Which is a not uh, Little Shop of Horrors, Audrey 2. Yeah, who named it? Who named it? The government? I have no idea. I just saw something on the internet today. Oh, okay. So Audrey 3 is kind of funny. Because it looks like a plant head? Yeah. Okay. Pretty great. What are, is there any other nods? Um, I haven't seen There was a thing poster. In the yeah, basement, and then they watched the thing. Well, the, the teacher dead. did, yeah. A lot, a lot of inspiration. That's what I like about this yeah. movie. Like, it doesn't just hide, like, oh, we're doing little nods. Like, here's a nod to it. Boom, you John, got it. Very John Carpenter. Yeah. A lot of uh, inspiration from John Carpenter. Yes, yeah, Mario, it's still your grade. Um, for a TV show, see, I don't know how to rate it. I guess if I had to rate this, the whole this series, season one, as a movie, we're rating eight, it as a movie? An eight hour movie. If I had to combine it all together as a movie, like, because it has the Tarantino chapter-ish to it. Go yeah, on. if you picture it all together. I think like, there's episodes that's, like, violent. I'm like, no, but, yeah, chapter-wise, yeah, the, yeah, the format, kinda, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Tarantino if you, t- if you put it all together that way. So I'd have to say 9 out of 10. I'd give it a 9 out of 10. I really enjoyed it, and I got lost, and I was watching and binging. <laughs> I watched it twice now, and um, I haven't gotten this invested in the show since I first started watching Game of Thrones, honestly. So, exactly. What is Game of Thrones? Or Game of Chairs? What's it called? I don't know what it's called. Um, but I'm going to give this a, I'm gonna give it 10, honestly. 10 out of 10? For the first season, not like as the show yeah, as a whole. Yeah, yeah. Unless this is a whole show right here. But like once we get more seasons in it, I either will lower or keep it there. 
But if they can live okay. up to this hype, then we're set. We're set. Chris Hawk. Oh. Is it a rent buy? What is it? This is, a, <laughs> this is an absolute must-see. Tell your friends and everybody oh, about yes. it. Absolutely. This is a tell the world about it because this just need everyone to know about how good this is. Um, the acting is superb. The plot is easy to follow, even with the teacher as Mr. Exposition sometimes. He's, it's, it's great. Acting, plot, and it's entertaining as hell. I was not bored at all. Same. And definitely, Must um, see. Must see. I've already talked to some people who are like, I'm going to wait till the hype dies down to watch it. I mean, let me tell you. Don't, you might hear don't, a spoiler. Yeah, d- yeah don't worry about, yeah, don't worry about the hype and stuff. It's, tr- it, I mean, everyone's going to have different opinions, but our opinion is, I mean, we all collectively liked it. Mm-hmm. And um, just. Oh, you want to talk about what you didn't like about it? I already said. There's only one season. The synth. Yeah, I thought it was way overused. That's the only thing I I could say I disliked. Maybe the ending, the way it ended. I think the last episode was kind of rushed. Yeah. That would be my only, my only other criticism other than... I thought it should have ended on an 80s song. Like, I thought that would have been amazing. Like, as it panned out the window, just played, like, the Clash song oh, and ended. Oh, my gosh. If it played the Clash song? Yeah. That would have been great. Or you see Will's room light up in the background and it's playing it. And they yeah. don't hear it. That would have been creepy. Yeah, because I thought it, I just thought the way it panned it out, and it was kind of just like, what if it's not really Will? Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Oh my god! Because oh what what kid throws up a little alien monster and doesn't tell their parents? Uh, he doesn't want to be a kid that doesn't want to be thought that he's, he's weird. He's the upside down version of Will. Yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. I don't know, he- I think he. I think he's will. I just think he's. Yeah. I think he's infected with something. He's and I think he might too. have powers now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing that I like cringed at in the entire show was when Jonathan's shooting the gun. And I said this last episode, but Jonathan's shooting the gun. I know you're talking about and already. He's missing terribly, and then yeah. Nancy comes up, never shot a gun in her life, takes a shot, instantly shoots the can. Ugh, that was like the only part. But it redeemed itself where. The next scene, you see that she has the gun, he has the bat, nothing was said. Yeah. They didn't make a big deal about it. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a must-watch for you. Absolutely must-watch. Tell your friends, family, everyone about it. Like, random people. Yeah. I'm going to tell my journeyman about it tomorrow. It's already already a classic, in my opinion. I would... You know what? This would be a... If it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray, this is... I'm oh, yeah. buying it. I'm buying it. Oh, I'm sure. totally buying, I'm buying it. Like, this, I never buy TV yeah. shows. This is going in my collection. Same. The vinyl. There's a vinyl. I'm getting the vinyl for sure. I'll, I'll get the soundtrack if it's all synth. <laughs> 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 and just play it. Every, every podcast intro is a synth, and Mario has no clue to listen to all it. Right. Final, uh, final word. Describe it in one word. Strange. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. That's horrible. Um, Gosh. Captivating. Electric. <laughs> what are you going to say? Are you going to say Steven? I swear if you say Steven. <laughs> I swear if you say Steven. Steven Universe. Oh, sin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, what is it? <laughs> it it's going to have to be uh, addicting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Uh, I guess we're on the last part, which is recommendations. Yeah, before we close, we're going to give some weekly recommendations, as usual. Uh, 
I'm kind of addicted to Starburst jelly beans right now. That's my weekly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. What's your weekly recommend? Uh, Starburst jelly beans. <laughs> I watched the two first episodes of uh, True Detective, and I'm pretty hooked. Um, but you don't like the main characters. Uh, it might be one of the first shows where I'm watching it for the mystery, and I, I do not like the uh, two main characters. I don't like them at all. Really? They're not... I haven't watched it, so I don't. Wait, know. When you get to episode five, put it in the group text what you thought, because yeah. that is it's one of the highest rated HBO episodes at the moment right now. It's the highest rated HBO episode from any show at all, because it's I mean it's obviously it's filmed on old film reel, not digital, and okay. it's all it's, the episodes. Yes, all the episodes in the first season are. Second season's not. I but, mean everything um, about the every, everything about the episodes, how it's the flashbacks. I love that. I love I love the the. Uh, Murder case, I love that. Um, the acting, it's great. It's all great. I mean, it, it really tells you about the politics yeah. of being a detective and being in the CID. And, but it's just, the main characters are just, they're not really relatable. Oh, yeah, for sure. I agree but with that. But at the same time, they're just really good at what they do. At what they do. Yep. And they're really good at, I mean, this is some great acting from Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey. It's just, it's phenomenal stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't like it. It's not overly violent too. Like for like a HBO show, it's more of like the dialogue is what drives the show going. But uh, this is not a spoiler. But episode five, reason why I want you to text me, they do a sixteen, well, no, like a ten minute one shot last oh, of, the, of the crime scene. Yeah, you told me it's beautiful. You need to watch it as soon as possible. So we talk about it. Mario, Mario you gotta watch it too. My weekly recommend. Yes, I was see. I was torn between two things, and I was going to recommend either an audio dramatization. Or um, a musical EP that I just listened to. Just do both. Do both? Do both, do both. Do both yeah. Okay, the EP is called Born This Way. It's on iTunes. Lady Gaga? No. Oh. Uh, not Born This Way. Hold on. It's, um, it's by Royal Deluxe. It's uh, Born For This EP. Born For This by Royal Deluxe. And the other thing is, is get the original The Star Wars audio dramatization. You can get it on... Um, you can get it on the, the iTunes uh, book thing, um, the iBooks. You can get it on, um, I'm pretty sure you can get it on audible.com. It's, uh, it's actually really cool. If you're a big Star Wars fan and you haven't um, seen any of the extra scenes between Luke and, and Biggs that um, were supposed to be in Star Wars that were taken out because 20th Century Fox didn't want a uh, graffiti uh, space drama, listen to this because it explains what Luke's life was like on Tatooine, um, and it leads up to the uh, it the first the beginning of when Luke's hanging out with his friends and he's hanging out with Biggs. It leads it's a good lead into uh, New Hope on in a more background of what uh, Luke's life was like on Tatooine. It's and it, it's it's just really cool to hear Star Wars in your ear while mm-hmm. you're driving or whatever, and if you're a big fan, and uh, that's what I that's my recommends. Where did awesome. you get the from? You can go on audible.com or, okay. or iBooks on iTunes or yeah, and then do it all the way through. Um, no, not yet. It it most of it's uh, somewhat of the movie, but it, there's a lot of more dialogue and a lot more exposition of stuff that's not in the movies because you know they could do more. It's and it's a audio version or dramatization of Star Wars. Awesome. Yeah. I agree with all that. All right. um, 
I'm going to do just one movie this time. I was going to do Green Room, but we've overdone that so much. Every yeah, podcast, we always mention Green Room. So Next, next podcast, we're going to review it. It's such a good it. movie. Okay, we'll talk I, about it. It's not on Blu-ray yet, but you can get it digitally, but I saw it in theaters. It is on Blu-ray. No, I'm talking about this next one I'm recommending. Oh, okay, okay. It's A24 again. It's A24 film. Bear with me. Lobster. Lobster? I reviewed it. It's uh, it's, it's a great on movie. digital. He said it's on digital now. Yeah, it comes out in two weeks in Blu-ray. You can rent it, I'm sure, on uh, the Windows thing, the Windows uh, Movie and TV app on the Xbox. Is it a Battle Lobster? Wait, you don't know what it's about? I know. What it's about. I was gonna say like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Look into it. Well, tell, it's tell disturbing else, fun. Tell everyone else what it's about, John. Uh, you go to well, basically, it's a uh, sci-fi. It actually, it's about a world where if you're not partnered with someone. You have to go to this resort, and if you don't find love within 30 days or whatever days they give you, you turn into an animal of your choice. If you, <laughs> if if you break if you break the rules, you turn into an animal of their choice. And then also, um, to get more days to stay there, you have to hunt people that ran away that are single. And it's it's intense. It gets intense. It's it's disturbing. It's dark humor, but it's good. Great cinematography. Rachel Weisz is in it. Colin Farrell's in it. It was like so the what, big uh, name. John C. Riley. John C. Riley is in so, it. What animal would you want to turn into? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I said a, a Godzilla. A good. What's the island that uh, Charles Darwin was on? Galapagos. One of those uh, turtles. <laughs> what? Maybe. You want to be a finch? No. A gr- I can't even say the word. I just want to be a giant sea turtle. You'll live forever. Exactly. But do you want to? Why not? They live so long. I don't care how slow I am. I get to experience. <laughs> I don't care how slow I, I am. get to experience uh, all kinds of stuff. Maybe even somewhat evolution. If there's a fast progress of evolution between the species, I get to witness it. Yeah. Um. I would be a hawk. <laughs> so would Chris Hawk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd probably be a squirrel. Really? I was yeah, gonna say not? squirrel, but I was like, no. They get shot a lot. There's so many dang squirrels in my neighborhood. People keep leaving corn by the trees. Like, stop I, feeding I would, them. I would stop be, feeding you know what I would do? I would be squirrel cop. I would, I would tell all those other squirrels hey, to chill out. Hold your nuts there, bro. <laughs> squirrel cops on the scene. What'd you guys think of this potty? Good, good potty. This episode of the potty. I thought it was great. Yeah. It didn't overflow or any of that. I, I mean, I think we can, we can edit out the chemical romance stuff, right, guys? No. <laughs> no, we can't. Okay. I think we can edit out the Godzilla stuff, right, guys? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get suicidal now, guys. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Godzilla's important. And so is chemical. Alright. That's all the time we have. Good night. See you guys next week. Okay, then you say it. Say it. You guys say it. Bananas, 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 bananas. I won't be